0: Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the Welcome to the movie podcast. Presented by RMJ Media.
1: Welcome back to the Movie Pit Podcast. This is your host, Ryan. Joined as always, Seth. Howdy, y'all. Roxy. Hello. B. Hello. And joined for the first time, Scotty. Hi. So, this is episode 35, and you might have been expecting us to be covering a different movie at this time. Um... Cannibal Holocaust was supposed to drop this week, but we dropped Green Inferno, so this week we are covering The Well. So now we're going to be recording the week in advance, so everything is going to be cool. (laughs) Yeah, he's right. Um, uh, But let's go around the room and see the best thing that we've all watched this week, because I think this is going to be an interesting conversation this week. Seth.
2: I was so excited to fucking talk about All right, so I'm just going to say her with Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, it's essentially... Of all
1: the things you watched, that was the one.
0: <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> I like that one a lot, man. It was fun. You know what I mean? The it's fact a that...
1: weird fucking. Like, <laughs> me and Spike Jones don't see eye to I, I can't get into Spike Jones movies.
2: I like the fact that he was the voice of the little character in the video game.
1: Hey, fuckface.
2: Come here, fucker. I like the fact that it was
1: Scarlett Johansson
2: voicing the fucking girl. Though. That's who I thought it was. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I think her voice infliction is kind of what made the robot like you. I fell in love with her, too, at the same time because I knew it was her. Well,
1: it reminds me of that episode of fucking Big Bang Theory where fucking uh, Raj falls in love with fucking Siri. Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, it was, I mean, because, yeah, I watched some other shit, but I, I really I'll enjoyed I'll let you pick one. another
1: one. mm <laughs>
2: Jerusalem. Redeem yourself. Um watch quarantine. What'd you think of that I did not spend the time to watch the second
1: one. Is that the one where everybody turns into a rat? No, no, no. 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 It's a found footage movie. Yeah, so uh, no, it was
3: it is. It's the one where everybody turns into rats
1: at the end. No. It's a. She it's gets a... pulled
3: <laughs> away at the very end?
1: Into the well, darkness. That happens, but not well, that's rats. Not, that's not by a rat. <laughs> no, everybody turns into rats. No, they're not rats. Oh. They're zombies.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, same thing. One person's rat is another person's zombie. (laughs) (laughs) Science.
3: (laughs) Uh, They were turning into something, and she gets pulled off camera. That's the end of it. Don't
1: watch the second one, but go definitely look back at the original Spanish ones. Oh, the recording. Oh, that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, definitely go back and watch those.
2: That's because I know you and Jesse were saying like, mm. no, no, there's other versions of it. Da, da, yeah, da, da. yeah. Okay. The
3: Spanish version of it is actually really good if you can get yeah. the subtitles. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's that's on the list now.
2: <laughs> it's no, it's already on. Plex. Oh, it's on there. We've got
1: all six of them up there. Six? Yep. Oh, there's a shit ton of wreck movies. Yeah, they just kept making them.
3: Well, cool. One's inside One is inside Two is outside Three is in a sewer Four is on a rooftop
2: Yeah Okay and And then All they do is change location I also (laughs) want to do I think it's fair I want to do like uh, The best maybe trailer that I saw Is that That's fair Okay
3: Um, (laughs) He's putting a lot of stock into trailers
2: Well I watched a fuck ton of trailers That's why I mean look I got all this shit side here and then I fucking went over here, because I actually, <laughs> I spent time this week, actually. I was, type all this out and shit, have the laptop out, and like, you know, so we can Google things during the show, like, quicker. That was kind of my you idea. You typed
1: on a notebook?
2: Uh, That's I was, amazing. I, I know. At least it wasn't I'm a typewriter. I've seen his house. Um, I do. I like a hipster life, brother. Hypnotics. I think, essentially, they can... Hypnotize you to be a person that you don't remember being, and they can get you to do anything. Oh,
3: the legends, the new legends movie,
2: yeah. That's that's what that was. It is? was designed by the the yeah, CIA so. so
3: that you can they can make you believe that you're somebody else. Yeah, and this dude like just m-
2: mobs around and he says certain things and it triggers these fuckers to like do things. Yeah. And I like that kind of stuff, so uh, that was, I was excited to see that one a couple times as well. I was, and while it's during. kind of based on the MK Ultra. Um, yeah. And I I I love. Reading about Conspiracy theory. Yeah, so
1: not this podcast, guys. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's allowed to trickle until it becomes real. <laughs> that way people are like, these fucking idiots don't know what the hell they're talking about, but I'll listen to it.
1: Yeah. Roxy, how about you?
4: Um, me and B have binged true blood. Um I don't know. I love it so much. It has me hooked like every episode leaves off on a cliffhanger. So it just grabs you. So we just binged it for like two days.
1: Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll say this. Let me know how that feeling stays the throughout the series. Stales? <laughs> yeah, my mom said it got weird. Oh yeah. it gets extremely weird. Season what triggered four.
2: that? To watch? Do y'all for to watch that? It's a good show. Well, I'll give it. First that. of
4: all, mom watched it, right? So then it's like, okay, cool. Family Guy Family Guy made a joke about it, <laughs> and so then there's that. And then it's vampires, right? And right. I just love Simpsons vampires. But it's
2: very sexual vampires. No, sure. it's, no. there's no. really no, not they're, a they're lot. They're just fucking murderous evil vampires? Yeah, they're yeah. Like, Oh, no, okay. no, 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 there's, no,
3: There's an enormous amount of sex in
2: There's, there's
1: a, a lot, lot of sex, of sex in, in movie.
3: They're vampires. True, you yeah. have to
2: have fucking with vampires. Well, yeah. and yeah.
3: There, every I, time one of them bites you, you have bad dreams or sexual dreams about that vampire. Oh, the like vampire. A best yeah. or something? Yeah, and it's always great when the guy gets bitten by another guy. Oh. <laughs> so then he has bad dreams about, or yeah, sounds... bad fantasies about that guy. Oh, I oh, want to yeah. say they're fantasies. Like three, three of the episodes are Jason cringing in a
1: corner going, I was bit by a guy. I <laughs> think that was actually the first show I saw Alexander Skarsgård in.
2: If you get bit by a chick vampire after getting by a dude vampire, does that cancel it out? And now, like, you get haunted by a chick one? And no, oh, now no, you, you it's like a a it's like a fucking, it's a trans, it's a trans, trans, trans. fucking vamp. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know, so. um, no, they don't build onto each other. Okay, it doesn't double up. You <laughs> can't double stamp or triple stamp or whatever. Let Roxy finish. Sorry, I know. <laughs>
4: Jan- Anyways, um, <laughs> I just, vampires are just really awesome, so I'm going to watch it. And um, honestly, the whole cast is like beautiful. Like I'm not gonna lie, I feel Well, like they definitely did like a GQ beautiful. fucking
1: cast on mm, that yeah. show. that helps. Yeah.
4: <laughs> so, yep, that's well. And Anna
2: Panikin and wound up marrying the lead. Should we move his shit closer?
1: Anna Paquin's fucking. Well, she lesbian. married.
2: <laughs>
3: no, she married the. She then won- she's by because she was. No, she wound up married to the guy who plays the lead in in uh, True Blood. They met on
1: set. I'll have to look that one up. See, that's I was pretty I sure she was lesbian. Um, uh, I will say Sookie. this, what I liked about... Yeah, Suki. So, so, what I like about... But, uh, <laughs> true blood. They even made the name sexual. at least. Okay. In, <laughs> At least the vampires don't sparkle on the show. No
4: oh, bad. of course. But I did. I loved Twilight with my whole heart. And I will say, oh, like, yeah. I was Team Edward all the way. Like,
1: Yeah, I think we had this conversation. Yeah, I, and I, I will live by that. Moyer.
3: Look on your spouse. Oh, she she flips married flips Stephen Moyer.
1: Well. Told you. Sorry. Go so ahead. Apparently, she swings both ways. <laughs> B,
5: how about you? <laughs> He's not asking if you swing. Both <laughs> <laughs> what, what's, your, what's your favorite movie hey, this week? That you, was how perfect timing, though. That was perfect <laughs> fucking timing, though. <laughs> twenty bucks is twenty bucks, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll ten dollars
1: will put gas in my yeah. car. I'll fill it
5: for fifteen. No, we watched a lot of movies, but um, the one was the uh, best one was uh, Winnie the Pooh. Blood and Honey. I love that fucking movie. I'm, I'm glad, glad you so guys like
1: yeah. that one. That one's it, fun as was fuck. <laughs> Dark it as was, shit, huh? Yeah. yeah. I can't wait
5: for the second one. To I
4: come can't out. believe that they've budget got, was a hundred k. Like, are you? It was scared?
1: less than that. It, was it was sixty thousand dollars. Sixty thousand dollars, and it grossed four point eight million dollars in the box office. Yeah, um, yeah.
3: and it's, it's still continuing line. to grow. And they've already announced the Peter Pan and Wendy because it's coming out trademark. Wendy the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Two, Part two and it's Piglet and Tigger. Because <laughs> yep. those two haven't come off trademark yet. And then they've got another one. Bambi the That's Bambi the Reckoning. The Reckoning.
1: Yeah. I oh cannot God, wait for those fucking no. movies. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait for those fucking movies. Um
3: I'm waiting for them to come out with
1: a ladder. What'd you guys think about fucking Murder of would be great? Whipping the fuck. Out of Christopher Robin with Eeyore's tail. So we were waiting
4: for that. (laughs) Honestly, we're like, my dad kept saying something about Eeyore's tail being a whip. So we were waiting and we were waiting for that scene. And then it finally happened. Yeah. Oh, it was fucking nuts. It was crazy, just right? Crazy. <laughs> I it, Piglet, how Piglet looked was crazy. I loved how Piglet looked look. more
1: fucking sinister than Pooh did in that movie. But Piglet Pooh was looked fucking, just Pooh. Pooh, Pooh, was just Pooh looked retarded. Pooh looked like a soulless Down syndrome person. Yeah, <laughs> was, yeah, he was and
2: because I mean instead of honey that could have been like paint, right? Syndrome. So that
1: could have been Elmer's paint.
4: Did they like Film on a set or like what?
1: A lot of that was on location. Okay. They like they built the sets out in the woods, the, the woods <laughs> of wherever the fuck they were shooting the movie out. I can't remember off the top of my head. But literally it was a grand total of, I think they said, four sets that they shot on. Damn.
4: Okay.
5: They did a lot with but, only four sets. So does the budget include paying the actors? Yes. Yep. So sixty k with actors. Yeah. Gotta wonder
1: about the actors.
5: Damn! talk about it's only oh, ten no,
2: bucks it for it gas wasn't money. The, it was yeah. The fucking Christopher best. Robin fucking sucked ass.
1: Christopher Robin was the weakest link in that God fucking
2: movie. Damn it, and he had like was the most the weakest fucking. The only speaking really like lines. Him. Yeah, he was weak. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like Clerks.
3: Five thousand dollar <laughs> budget, two sets.
1: Oh fuck! Look at uh, but Kevin Smith did a little bit more than look at the Blair Witch Project. What No, they
3: returned all their cameras. That's why they <laughs> saved all their money. <laughs> See, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, gotta
2: save
1: them you dollars. Go out there, you dude. S- you I mean, you start 40... out with a sixty
3: thousand dollars budget, and you yep. return fifty thousand dollars worth of equipment. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they
1: bought their fucking all their equipment from fucking Circuit City. Nice, they and they shot actually the filmed movie. in the woods.
3: There, there were then no when they sets were done.
1: And after they got everything on the computer, they returned everything and got all their money back. Fucking genius. And you know they're
3: yelling at the one
1: actor going, you asshole, you fell and broke the camera. It's oh, coming yeah. out of your pay!" Because that was fucking real when he broke the fucking camera.
2: So what do, you, what do you think they do with that cash then? Do they tell you what they do with that extra money after they kind marketing. of it back? Oh. It all goes back into the movie. Well, Blair Witch and Project
3: and had no marketing in the beginning. Like, the, the movie came out. All that
1: money went those into those fucking stick witches were everywhere. All the well, all the fucking money that they got back went into all the websites that they had made. Oh, that's the right. Fake documentaries that's about true. The, this being real. Fucking paying news companies in fucking Massachusetts to run a story about the Blair Witch. That's true. To well, put all they this did, shit
3: out there. They did most of their advertising. Yeah, they released it. it in art theaters. And they got something like $40,000 in budgeting from art theaters. Mm-hmm. And then they took that money and put it into commercialization and, and they kind
1: of They kind of pulled the same fucking stick that uh, Diodato did with Cannibal Holocaust. All the actors in that movie signed an agreement not to appear in public stay quiet and shit. until the movie was released well that started with paranormal that started with the cannibal holocaust was it ca- i thought it was paranormal, paranormal, paranormal came out way later and fucking par- uh, blair Witch was long before paranormal mm-hmm. blair Witch Instead was 99.
3: no but paranormal
2: came out in 2009?
1: the early 90s no it was like 92. no, no. paranormal Wait, the original
2: one
1: no oh paranormal the original Paranormal Activity. No, that was 2000s. I thought it came out because I they, remember
3: everybody was looking up they, they, when it ran the names of the actresses and the actors. That at the movie end of it.
1: came out a couple of years before my mom passed away.
3: I remember them pulling up names from all the actors and actresses and uh. looking them up on Wikipedia to see if they were actually no, really dude, actors I promise or you, bro.
2: Like I saw. I saw Blair Witch when I was like a young lad when we were camping. I saw Paranormal as a grown ass adult. Here, laddie. Yeah. Here, laddie. When she was a, a, when she existed, I saw Paranormal in theaters. <laughs> when she existed. <laughs> yeah. So I, she didn't exist when I was camping and saw Blair Witch. So like, I know for sure Blair Witch came out like way before. Yeah, I
4: know before. Blair Witch for Blair sure. Blair Witch came out in, in '99, and I want
2: to
1: say Paranormal was 2009. Almost damn positive about that.
4: Quinn could tell us. Almost positive. That's why I'm saying I want the laptop
1: so <laughs> when this shit comes f- up I get to Google it real The fast. the marked ones came out in 15. The marked. That ones? was the s- third, fifth, fifth paranormal activity movie. So I know that for what a fact because I took. What my, was the one with the witch? The first three.
4: 2007. No, no.
1: Seven okay, so mm-hmm. okay, right around there. Um, the first one or five? Oh, you're thinking no, about the third the first one, one where it's the two sisters when they're younger and they oh. bring the witch into uh. the story
2: 2007.
4: Yeah, it goes seven, 10, 11,
1: 12, 14, 15, 21. <laughs> Still cranking them out. <laughs> We're like, one, two, oh, three, do four, not five, watch five, the one that came out.
4: Next of Kin is awful. Yes, I already that, mentioned that. Oh my God, it's on, fucking terrible. Uh, I had that next, on my list. Well, I couldn't even Well, you have to remember, remember Next
3: Next of Kin was supposed to reboot the entire... Uh,
2: uh, so I just fucked them.
3: Well, they'd gotten to the point where they... I mean, it was known for being a low-budget art house entry, and then they got real popular, and they did Marked for Death, or the,
1: the faces of third The world marked world. ones.
3: The marked, and then after that, they kind of started going to hell and, and it the was, it was, ones it was literally was
1: supposed to be a st- sidestep from the original the story, one, but it throws you right back into the beginning end of the first fucking movie. Well and huh. then
3: the 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 last two of them were shot. They they literally rented a house for thirty days, put cameras everywhere, recorded everything, mm-hmm. and then put the special effects in it and then sold it. Okay. As a as a property. And so when they did Next of Ken, they wanted to reboot the entire series and give it a more commercial feel. So they actually had a budget for Next of Ken. Hmm. But they didn't have any new
1: storylines. Okay. So so since we're going down this line, why release – it wasn't Next of Ken. It was the one before that, I believe. Why release a found footage movie in 3D? How is that found footage? Exactly. Did you see that one? The no. Ghost Dimension? They no. literally released a fucking 3D. It, in wasn't, 3D. A, it wasn't
3: an IMAX. Oh it was in the old school 3D, and it was no, bad. It, was, it the, was horrible.
2: With the glasses that you just put on, a little clear one? Kind of. Well, it was designed
3: more it for was the 4K television.
1: It was the real D fucking, like, and they did play it in IMAX. It just wasn't so the IMAX So what was the Ghost 3D.
2: Dimension like? It was horrible.
1: Fucking stupid.
3: The whole idea was there was a spot on the girl's wall that would suck you in okay and, and every
1: it, now and then shit would it, fly out yeah of oh. it was fucking it was it,
3: and again it was it had the feeling of an art house movie where they shot it for a six thousand dollar budget
1: they rented a house for 30 days and yeah. put cameras everywhere
3: which was the four before it
1: but, but yet they're still trying to portray that it's real footage but yet you're watching it with 3D glasses. Yeah, that's fucking give retarded. Give fucking break.
2: What they should do is where humans haunt the demons and they film it. There's actually a twist to that. That's the movie I watched. Oh.
3: Okay, go for it. Uh... Well, this week I watched uh, The Pope's Exorcist. Oh, I want to fucking watch that, dude. That's is, on my list. That is. That's on and, my list. And it's basically, it's it's about the 199 angels that fell with Samuel. Mm. Yeah. And it takes you all the way back to the, uh, the Catholic. The uh, Vatican. N- not the Vatican, oh. but the... the um, Spanish Inquisition. Who expects a Spanish Inquisition? Inquisition. So, yeah. The idea is this priest has to exorcise Asmodeus, who's the king of hell. And the whole time he's getting crap from the Catholic Church. And the Catholic Church is saying, hey, we know exorcisms don't really exist. And the guy who's in charge of exorcism is basically sending everybody that's coming in for an exorcism to psychiatrists and psychologists. So there's no reason to have an exorcist. And so they're getting ready to get rid of his post. And the Pope's going, no, we actually need him. He's
2: done hundreds of them, I thought. Uh,
3: actually, according to the movie, they did something like fourteen hundred four years. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, this one priest had done 1,400. Okay. But when they talk to him, the first thing he says is, 90% of the exorcisms I do, I send to a psychiatrist or a psychologist. Right. And it's actually based off, part of it is based off
2: what the Vatican
3: has Yeah. Mm-hmm. on yeah. this one priest.
2: Real documentation.
1: Yep. Oh yeah. It right. says
3: right at the beginning, this is a true story.
2: Yeah. Well, the Vatican's got
1: like well, what, five miles of shit that, that we based don't know on about. A true story too. Do what? The Exorcist starts off by saying this is based on a true story. Yeah, too.
3: and it has about the same feel of truthfulness to it. <laughs> yeah. A little girl got sick. She puked. There's a movie about it. Yeah. Not really?
1: Spooky
2: Nights, based on a true story. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Did you ever see that? It's the more like True Blood, based on a real story. Okay, you've seen The Exorcist, right? Uh, I know you have.
2: Nah, no. One, I'll two, and three,
1: no. actually. What about the fourth one?
3: I stopped at three. <laughs> um,
2: That's fair. Did you?
3: When the special the... effects are done by you know Barney Studio, I'm done.
1: No, these were fucking straight up fucking studios. They actually released two of them. One came out as The Exorcist, The Beginning, so it's a prequel to The Exorcist. Yeah, it's The Fall of the Priest. And then Exorcist, uh, Dominion. Yeah, and then was they did the, one that was supposed to tie the... it
3: into the Amityville Horror.
1: Oh, that was something completely different. Dominion's there, right? the newest one, isn't it? That's... Dominion mm. is the second prequel. Instamin- second prequel, yeah. Mm. It's, it's It was the director's vision. The They're
3: st- redoing The Fall of the Priest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ironically, but, the book was written by Peter Benchley. But
2: did either one based of off you, the priest, the Pope's exorcist?
1: No, oh, yeah. authority no, authority it's not says. Peter Benchley. William really Peter Blatty. Blatty, sorry, Blatty. Blatty. Hey there, Blatty. Peter Benchley fucking wrote jobs. I, it's, sorry,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but did are both one, Peters. Either one of you see the early '90s like *Exorcist* spoof starring Leslie Nielsen and yeah. Linda Blair? Repossessed? Yeah. Watch that fucking movie. Put that on your list for this week. That with you a, the Kentucky Fried ass ass movie. Because <laughs> it's slapstick. You, you really it's, need to watch the Kentucky Fried movie. literally Linda Blair who plays the little girl in The Exorcist. Yeah. She's now getting repossessed. But it's kind of like naked gun, airplay. Yeah, when you said. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Okay. Um, well, I watched
2: um, Superhero Movie and he was in that. Leslie Nelson was in that. Uh, I don't talk about that. I don't
1: like Leslie I Nielsen in those picked movies. Picked the wrong
3: week to stop snipping glue.
1: But I love him in that era of movies. <laughs> Airplane. Yeah, yeah. Then the shit really hit
2: the fan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what can
3: that's, you make of this? That's a hat. When a I brooch. A
1: pterodactyl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. I think the best thing that I watched this week. And I love the movie. I've seen it a thousand times. Um, Whiplash. Again? I love that fucking movie.
3: Mm-mm. You've never seen it? What's it about? It's an hour of watching somebody play the drums. I'm a drummer. Yeah, but watching somebody else play the drums? No, that's fun as shit. But
1: dude. there's drama also in there. Yeah, he gets drama. J.K. The fight this Simmons teacher. deserved his fucking Oscar for that. Is it like
2: Drumline? no no <clears throat> no no it,
3: it really is an hour of somebody playing the drums It's literally about a fucking like he,
1: he's a, pretty Juli- much a jet Juilliard jazz group
3: no uh, he's yeah. playing the the wipeout Well
1: it's whiplash
3: whiplash and so the whole thing is based on this one song. And, and the, the guy gets into road. a car accident in the beginning, and he's not going to be able to play the. He doesn't think he's going to be able to play the drums anymore. And then it scores back, and it shows him playing the drums. And then he gets upset. and He's going to play the drums again. The teacher tells him he's never going to be a good drummer.
2: Oh, so that's the drama that Ryan's talking yeah, about. Yeah, there's a okay. lot of drama between. And
1: the then in the end, he gets the teacher. position. Like, drama, drama. No, they're like. That's a drama. the relationship between those two. Paradiddle drama.
3: It's very raw. It's I, will, I will say it's this. A it's yo-yo. It is, oh. it is extremely raw. It's It's one of those that's in your face. Okay. It, yes. I, it, but then again, I, I, I watched John Bono play the drums for 30 minutes straight, and I remember thinking, he's a good drummer. He can stop now. He's a really good drummer. <laughs> he can quit now.
1: He's a fantastic drummer. All right, let's hear a guitar solo. Well, think about so. fucking Keith Moon. Phenomenal fucking drummer. but can never play the same thing twice never could play the same thing at least he was sober when he played
3: sometimes (laughs) i was gonna say sometimes let's let's back that up we never had to put him back on the drum stand because he fell down
1: due to a heroin overdose (laughs) that is true i remember that fucking footage (laughs) Footage, back up on the fucking seat (laughs) yeah
2: that's that life man that's that rock star life
1: but wasn't it uh was it bonham or moon it was keith moon that had his fucking drums on uh, when they were doing a TV show. And they had the fucking pyrotechnics on it. And it set all oh, the every shrapnel they, yeah. from the fucking uh, cymbals into his body. He, had a speed, he was
3: one of the first drummers to play with a speedball. <laughs> and he had this chain link speedball.
1: And every time he'd hit the bass drum, it was supposed to shoot out sparks. And something blew up and it sent fucking cymbal shards all into his fucking body. Um
3: now there's a whiplash I'd watch.
2: Four <laughs> <laughs> D. <4D. laughs>
3: Here comes the sh- oh shit. It's
2: kinda like Gallagher, but it's like shards. Oh Jesus. I don't Christ. know. I've been to some black metal or I've been to like some goth shows or you know, a fetish show too where they've got chicks like the, the bands playing and they're grinding fucking they got grinders on metal oh, yeah. there's their shit. Huh. I mean that, that with the sparks flying out yeah, of crowd. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: that's fun. I remember when that was a new. I'll thing. show you the video that I'm talking about. It yeah. was more than a little bit of sparks. No, I didn't oh, explain.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> it was bad. I mean, you
2: said a sim- symbol uh, shrapnel. That sounds god awful, right? <laughs> yeah. Hands down. It's yeah.
1: Well, with that said, um, let's take a quick listen to uh, the trailer for the well, and let's get into talking about the well. <laughs> Fuck the synopsis. What'd you think about the movie? <laughs>
2: <coughs> he made me laugh. I wasn't doing anything. I was sitting here trying not to die. What'd we think? Well, this is everybody's first time seeing it except yours. I've what was your opinion?
1: It? I love this fucking movie.
2: I'd say it's probably one of the best films you've seen so far this year. Next to every uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, okay. Yeah, which I still need to sit through all the way, and I haven't. Yeah.
3: No other movie can
2: give you a dildo in the
3: ass and make you go, Yeah, you oh. can do it!
1: Huh. Go, <laughs> short round.
3: <laughs> Requiem. There were so many parts of that movie that just could have been left out. Really? Oh, yeah. Of the well? Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, the delivery driver portion was there so that you could see that yes, he really
2: was embarrassed by his weight. But that's that can't all that was. be
1: left out. If they left that out, it wouldn't be a fucking Aronofsky film.
2: It was part of him needing the truth. Yeah, by, by honesty. See, yeah. No, it wasn't it,
1: truth. It was, it was the was first time eat, him right. somebody seeing him. Yeah. Well, that's why right AM, after anyways. the fucking delivery driver sees him, he turns his webcam on. To his students,
3: right, and and I get the fact that that was leading up to the fact that the guy was looking at him, but at the same time, it could have been left out. He he got into the honesty part with his daughter, and the whole yeah. Th- the only reason for bringing the guy who was supposed to be a uh, uh, missionary into the movie was to show that the daughter is actually a good person. That's the Uh, only reason for bringing her in. But unintentionally a good person. No, I don't think it was unintentional. Everything she did, she did. She had the chance to leave. She chose not to. It was in
2: his existence to be an honestly great man. And if he procreated, there's there's nothing wrong to think the fact that she also inherited his great soul, right? Well... He's a good man at heart. I wouldn't go so guy... far
3: as to say it was to show that you're going to
1: inherit.
2: See, the way I took it is that It's part of was... you. It's part of who you
1: are. Okay, before we get into this, what did you guys think about this movie? First uh, overall impressions.
4: So I, I really enjoyed it. I also cried a lot. Um, oh, it's a tear. That's like, for I'm, sure.
1: I'm not ashamed to say that movie brings a tear to my eye every time I fucking yeah, watch it. Um, I had to blow my nose.
4: I will say, Aronofsky is a very emotional man. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, caught everything. The last thing I watched— I think it was a few weeks
1: ago when I said, this is probably the closest to The Wrestler.
4: Yeah, right, because I was about to say, like, that's the last Aronofsky film that I watched, and it was like, that was so emotional. I think I cried during that film, too. So it was just like everything, and it always has to do with family. Like a lot of.
1: And it's always the fucking main character fucking dying at the end of it. What the fuck?
2: And I also think it's some form of addiction, too.
1: You're not crying because of. It's the redemption arc. Yeah.
2: No, I agree. It's the redemption arc. Yeah.
4: Pain, meds,
1: drugs, mm hmm. And what got me in this movie, like.
5: I was.
4: The math was to figure out. Yeah. What would you
5: think, B? All right. I thought it was a good movie. I, I don't, I, I don't like what they did to Brandon Fraser. I don't think, I don't, I don't think he was the best fit really? for this role. Mm. I, really? I, really? Because I look at like the mummy and stuff, and you know, like
3: you see him as an action hero, and yeah, not as an emotional, not
5: as a not as a eight hundred pound dude that's sitting on the couch all day and.
1: Well, and that was kind of the basis of the story too. But you know, would you s- take somebody who do you wasn't think he gave a movie- bad performance in this
3: movie? Or just something you weren't expecting?
5: No, nah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I he did a good job. He did a good job. Yeah. I just it's it's just not a role that you could
1: picture him
2: yeah. in. Yeah. Do you yeah. feel like they took him out of his element? Is that like what you're saying? Yeah, I don't think. Kinda like when we watched Were You Here for one hour photo? No. Oh. Uh, Okay, then I guess it would be a second example, maybe. Where well, kind except of that's a oh, very it, good example. Yeah. Well,
3: the only problem that I have with that example is you take Robin Williams out of comedy, and you you still get an excellent actor. I mean, look at everything he did, and only uh, Good Will Hunting. I can sit and watch that movie all day long, but one hour photo is an hour and a half waste of your time. <clears throat> I, I hated that It was
2: propagandist. So that way people stopped going to the photo booth. That's what it was. We agreed exactly. to that. <laughs> it
3: was to move everybody to digital. My man. That's right, <laughs> dude. That's what we're
2: saying. It's to get rid of that
3: commercialization
2: <laughs> of Kodak paper. Well, because people are
5: creepy and they're going to look at your pictures.
2: Well, I don't think that was it. And now people it was... just post them willingly on the fucking internet. Well. <laughs> you don't you know, need someone to be creepy. Jim and
1: John make a sex tape. I'll restate something I said to you earlier. This is my favorite Frasier performance since School Ties. And like I said
3: earlier, I agree with that, except for the fact that it, it, School Ties was actually a better performance. It showed I don't a think range, so. He yet. did not have the – he no. had
1: more fucking range of emotions than this one.
3: No, no. He stood – you, you see him fall in love. You see him yell and scream. You see him standing out on the You the see quad. this
1: guy fucking slowly die.
3: Well, it's and not very slow. Cool, he dies time. in four days. It starts on Monday. It's over on. But what it's a Friday. two hour movie, so that's slowly that. Slowly well, dying. It, it starts to become a grind by the end, days, yeah. in my opinion.
2: Over five days and two hours, he slowly but, dies. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean. he
3: starts out, I mean, school ties, it starts out at the beginning of the school year because they talk about the fact that the only reason they brought him in was he was Jewish. And then by the end of it, uh, when everybody finds, finds out, out he's Jewish, Jewish. Yeah. And he's standing out in the rain Yelling and screaming at yeah. everybody That was it was a very electrifying performance I actually performance. think that was the
1: first movie I ever saw Matt Damon in
3: No it, uh, There was one he did right before that And I went back and watched it the other day And I remember thinking God he looks so young His cheeks were all red and flushed
2: <laughs> Roxy said this is the first time she's seen A Brendan Fraser film Seriously? Really? Yeah.
3: You never saw The Mummy? No.
2: Nope.
1: You never saw Encino Man? No. Nope.
2: I don't think I ever saw
1: Nobody them. saw the Encino Man. That's why it bombed at the box office. I love fucking Encino yeah, Man. Yeah, man. I'll get
2: down on <laughs> it. Shore, man. I like him, too.
1: Motherfucker. Two people that were in Encino Man won Oscars this year. Just think about that. <laughs> Who was the second? Week One.
3: He was in Encino Man?
1: Yes, he was.
2: <laughs> Radmobile. Was it that guy? No.
3: The, no? Yeah. It was the fucking math
1: club. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, he always plays a geek, huh? Shit. I should have thought back. That was the last movie he made before he fucking gave up acting until... I think Everything, everything Everywhere, everywhere all, all, at all at Once one. was a better movie, though.
2: <laughs> than, than, than Encino Man? No, than The Whale. I was going to say just a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm I think gonna, there was <laughs> more
3: <laughs> substance to Everything <laughs> Everywhere All at Once than there was in Encino Man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to say it was a better movie. I'm going to say... They're both fantastic movies, just two completely different type of movies. Two different sides of the spectrum. Completely you know different I mean. style of movies. Everything can't all the even compare fucking, the two.
2: You know right? And then and also the logic behind it and also the story yeah. and everything that it is, what it is, you know what I mean? But this Cannot is just like, compare the two. Yeah, this this is just like hey, I'm I'm a man with problems and I got a sweetheart and I'm and I'm dying. Honestly, I took out um but you could take a 5-day
3: selection from anybody's life and do the ups and downs and it will Well, yeah, I mean drive it especially the older you get, the more that'll drive a wedge in
2: so, I think Roxy, you need to see the other films that he was in just that way you can just see don't watch
3: Dudley like, do right it or was, George of
1: the Jungle or George. They're of the right, jungle. yeah. Those two ones I don't know. Were, George of the Jungle did have a certain <laughs> amount of oh, okay.
2: but like Google him and just I know like, you, like with Mickey Rourke, you did kind of do that with him. And watch see Be Dazzled, but Dazzled is fucking watch wonderful. Be you will love the Dazzled, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the first yeah. time
3: I ever saw Faust turned
2: into a joke. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, what's the name of that chick that's in that? Elizabeth Hurley yeah yeah she was in she was uh, fucking hot was it yeah. Word Science was it watch Who who's
1: Word Science Kelly LeBrock have you seen it no okay definitely worth a watch yeah, yeah I highly recommend Bedazzled yeah it's
2: a fun it's like a rom-com kind of I would say well it's it's I, mean, I love you, when, you when he turns the to the basketball couch, player where the guy with sells tiny his soul to the
3: devil and then he's gotta get it back <laughs> Yes. You ever hear the devil went down to Georgia? Damn the it's a devil! Damn the of Faust. <laughs> This is an hour and a half version
1: of Faust. Okay.
2: <laughs> Which is what the fucking uh, As Blow so is, right? It's the no, same. It's there's there's no, divine a divine the Divine Comedy. Yeah. A Divine Comedy. That's that's a remake it's Faust of the Divi- as well, right?
3: No, 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 no. There's no devil. Faust. Faust divine there's divine a- Comedy. There's no devil. There's no demons in the Divine Comedy. It's the different layers of hell. And what you go through. Mm-hmm. Faust is the story of Faust, Faust, Faust and Mef- is, uh,
1: Mephistopheles.
3: Okay, it comes to Earth and and there's a originally there's a lawyer who sells his soul, and then later it becomes a miner, and then in a different one
1: it's a playwright. Did you ever see the movie Tombstone? Yes. You know the play where the girls playing the devil?
2: Yeah. That's Faust. That's Faust. Okay.
1: That's the original.
2: Faust. i love that they they fucking put that in there like because like
1: uh when it's uh, one of the first curly Broadway bill shows. asked fucking johnny ringo is like would you sell your soul to the devil yeah but I i'd scream did. in the ass <laughs> and when but i'd take that gold ringo says i already did so yeah um i'll be your huckleberry <laughs> i got, I got <laughs> oh one i can fucking i could quote fucking Tombstone all fucking day. I, I and you know, the whale and the tombst- and tombstone have so much in common. <laughs> this happens sometimes we get off on tangents. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to bring us back on track. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the cin- uh, cinematography?
2: I feel like it was beautiful, yet a little more... It was a little more simple for him, I felt like. Oh, yes. I felt like oh, yeah. in a lot of his other shit... Nothing he goes, in the background. Oh, right? Yeah, Doesn't he go bonkers?
4: To, I was trying to like see and like focus on that, but... He stayed. Stay I thought it was
2: really fucking slow sh- movements, kind of Well, song. not only was yeah, it yeah, slow, yeah, yeah. everything. Things were in the background no. you could see happening. You know what I mean? That's what I noticed was
3: in this particular movie, there's nothing in the background. When you look out the window, the only thing in the background
2: is the bird. Well, no and that's shadows, what the shot's And about. the shadow of people who are coming to the door. It's usually the pizza guy, but sometimes it's the fuckboy Yeah, too. but that
3: stays, even though it's in the background, it's what the shot's about. This yeah. is the guy coming up. This is one of the only Aronofsky movies I've seen where you don't see somebody in the background doing something that has something to do with the movie. You go back and you watch uh, any of his other ones. What was the one you guys were talking about earlier?
1: wreck around for a Dream?
3: No. Wrestler?
4: The wrestler. the wrestler.
3: If you notice in the wrestler, there's people boxing in the background, and there's yeah, a guy that, that, that a falls. There, there, there's a guy that falls down yeah. inside oh, the boxing gym. So lo- it kind of shows you that prequel of what's going to happen in the movie about 20 minutes away. Mm. In every single background scene in this one, there's no background. Yeah, but I guess this,
4: this is, is also his house, right? Yeah, there's no other places. That's
1: that's what I was going to say. This is one thing. of the few Aronofsky films. That outside from that opening shot of the bus pulling up and the kid walking off, and the flashbacks from the beach—it all takes place in one fucking location. Yeah, all in his house, nothing else. He—he
2: he, well, wasn't was pie like that? What did you say? It was just mostly
4: no pot. Uh, no um, pie was Were just it? roaming around. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, what I would say. A not a crappy one apartment. That he static did. place. Yeah, it was mm. just weird. Honestly, I don't know. You need to watch it. I'm trying to
1: think.
4: Ram was a... Uh, yeah, you know, Ram did have a lot of places.
2: <laughs> yeah, it cruises around quite a bit. I just all I love, remember about Requiem I love was PJ Harvey. Yeah, this was amazing. This film definitely... I think we were all rather damp uh, in the eye-face area uh, by the time this movie was over.
1: Apparently not, Scotty. Oh, he I have was a heart. I saw it coming. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, oh, you, of course. You, you so know, in the, the beginning, and, the and, 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 and to die. be
3: honest with you, like I said, you you're not really crying because the guy died. Because you're you're. If you stop and think about it, you're actually disgusted by the main character. You're crying because he lost something with his daughter. He that's loses the that bond, and he dies while he's walking. If you notice, he made sure to set it up so that he dies right at the point of redemption when she's reading the poem or the essay to him, and all, he doesn't just
1: fall forward because no, that would be disgusting.
3: He disappears,
1: and they fucking uh, they foreshadowed <clears> that shit. Yep, earlier in the movie when she says. Stand up and walk to me. Mm -hmm. Stand up and walk to me. Of course,
2: I was going to be like... Because that was the first thing she asked of him. And it was the last thing he did without a request. Yeah. So, I don't know if this sounds weird or anything, but honestly, I kind of took... I took kind of I, I took addiction out of this like I, there's, there's a lot of addiction. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because uh, like when you would and watch him is, eat the food, it's both he psychological got, and and physical. He got joy and disgust when he would hit the food. Honestly, yep. the 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 the, the point, look on
3: his face when he was choking.
2: Out of the whole fucking movie, the point that hit me the absolute hardest was when he got pissed off and he binged, and yeah. yep. and, and yeah. then he fucking threw up afterwards because like sick. I. Like that hit me. That hit so close because I've I, been I, that fucker. I have been like, you know what? I got pissed off and just on a gnarly binge. But usually, it it could go for a couple of days. It's a, a binge turns yeah. into a bender. Right. Yeah. And the next thing you know, I'm partying well, for all this time, and who knows what's going on. Yeah,
3: but they only had five days.
2: I know. But I'm we
4: just saying. We were on like, the same brainwaves. It, it hurt. And Because I did think about that. Did oh, you? How about you? Yeah. It was
2: that. Well, that, I was the and, most. And, it, and um, like alcohol, it was physical addiction. Most. Well, I also. I partied, oh, though. I, I did drugs, though, too. So, like, you know, it was all of it. I just. I was very uncomfortable in that just because I, I I felt that pain. And I was like, dude, no. Like, I just saw him destroying himself. And then he threw up and he had, you know, a little bit of shame. I also loved how satisfied he was every single time he got what he wanted, which was, like, truth. Yeah. Right? He, that's what he kept pushing for. is was like, give me something that is, you know, give me honesty. Right? That's what it was. Yeah.
3: Uh- <clears throat> Like, but did you notice that every time he got what he wanted, he got mad?
2: He, it, yeah, at first it he throws. Him. He he wants the laptop.
3: He he writes on the laptop, and then he give me honesty, and then he throws the laptop across the room. Right. He's got the sandwich. That's what he wanted from the girl. She gives him the sandwich. He chokes on it. He drops it. She gives it back to him. He eats it again. But the the second time but he, he eats it, he's, he's got he that does, really angry look doesn't. on his yeah. face. Mm-hmm. Also, it's almost like I I. I fucked up. I'm going to take care of this myself.
2: I think he originally got the the thing that he wanted from the his caretaker chick. She was honest. She made fun of him. She was honest with him and told him I things. I loved
4: her. She well, was yeah, a great character
1: in that. Because I, that was his boyfriend's sister. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, and and his so boyfriend. daughter, his the, adopted sister. I his boyfriend starved too. himself. And then when he couldn't not eat anymore, he, he jumped, jumped off, off the of bridge. bridge. Yeah. And then here's. Here's. His boyfriend, who eats himself to death, quite literally, yeah. and he in the, the end binges, but he can't go outside to jump off a bridge. Right, he nope. has to
2: die inside.
3: So that's what the the last two binges were. He knew he was going to die of, of an obesity, so he over ate
2: yeah,
1: even the pizza. more the
2: Yeah, the the <laughs> the fucking the pizza, the chips. I mean, just anything. I he thought could get his hands he was on. trying to kill himself. Exactly, that's what I, I, really I saw too. Did. That's oh, why absolutely. the laptop. Absolutely.
3: Oh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
3: And and he he literally committed suicide online. He sent that out knowing that he was going to get fired. Yeah. I want truth. I want fucking honesty. Yeah. Fucking send me something. I mean, you used the word fuck twice in a sentence in the public school district. Yeah. And you're gone. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. You had to have over. known that before you posted it. So, yeah, he was committing. I mean, it was almost like I know I'm going to die, so I'm going to close
2: everything up right now. He's burning his bridges. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Burning his bridges, but clearing his soul. Getting everything out in yeah. the open. speaking his peace. Yeah. Kind of like repenting in a way, right Kinda. before he was going to die. I mean, It's like he was going go yeah, to go to hell. Yeah, I could see that. Anyways, well, unless he was going to go to hell because he was gay, right? Depending on what the belief system is. built No, no, no. Of that was the argument that he yes, gets
3: into was. with the like kid. He do- mm. Yeah, I loved yeah, him, and it doesn't was, matter because it was love, and mm-hmm. I'm going
2: to go to heaven. And he's like, so what you're telling love, me is There's nothing you, more beautiful than yeah. love. And I love how he kind of, cor-
1: like, corners But the fact him. that he says that I hope there's not an afterlife, so that way he doesn't have to see what I've done to myself. Right.
2: But at the same time, he would see no, what No, he, he said, done. I, I
1: hope he's not— in the afterlife no, he looking says, at me seeing what i, I hope become. there's not and he literally says i hope for to god that there is not an afterlife oh i thought he said i hope that no. he's not in the afterlife because he doesn't he want become. him to be looking down and seeing what he's done to himself since he died
2: he fucking jumped off a bridge that's called suicide so if they're and basing it off of that belief system his charlie ass would be jumped off a bridge burning. too just a different kind of bridge um, yeah, I mean, it was a very the, slow suicide, just like drugs, though, yeah. right? I mean, you're rolling the dice. Yeah. Every, every fucking pizza he ate, and even though, like, and she, I oh, you know what? I also realized what was the name of the very nice Asian lady? His helper? Oh, uh, Lily. Lily. So the daughter's name was Lee, like Leela, and then there's a Lily Allie? In Allie. Allie. There's a lot of Allie's in these. <laughs> Lily. Well, Lily. that's Aronofsky. <laughs> okay. So Lily, I think she realized that she was kind of like the merchant of death. Towards the end, she goes, oh, my God, I'm fucking f- – I'm killing my friend by bringing all this food yeah. for him. Here's meatball sandwich, extra cheese, and he looks at it, and you can tell he kind of doesn't and, really and want it. And the, that's the fucking well, – No, she's saying 20- here's two I know, meatball that's sandwiches. That's the catch-22,
1: though. She loves him to fucking death. She's enabling him. But yet she's the enabler. She's enabling the fuck out of him the entire time. Well, and at the same time. time,
3: if she didn't do it, who would? That's if you stop and think about it, it's one of those. She's in a catch-22. I've well, been in that also, situation. He, yeah. was,
2: he was in love with her brother thing, right? So. Yeah. Well, and, and on top of that, she's the only one that he
3: has. So she knows that if she doesn't do it for him, no one will. And at the same time, she's disgusted by the fact that she's having to do it because she knows it's killing him. Yeah. And because she's a medical professional, that doubles it because yeah. she's the one that's taking his blood pressure. She's
1: the one that's listening to his heartbeat. See, the part of this movie that seemed kind of out of the blue to me is when she goes to the mom.
3: No, I could have seen that. She knew he was dying. That could have been left out of the movie, though. No, I don't think it could have because you had to know why he had the daughter. I mean, if he was gay in that time frame, why would he go out and marry a woman? Emotional
1: speech from fucking Brendan Fraser. Well, not like only a, that,
3: but you had to get the, I remember you when you were skinny. I remember true. you when you were happy. I remember you when.
1: And, like, she tries being comforting she tries being comforting. Then she ends up saying, fuck you, and then storming out of the fucking house. Is there anything I can give for you before I leave? And waits two seconds and slams the door and out she goes.
2: What did you guys think of the mother? <clears throat>
1: She wasn't in the movie long enough for me to care. There was enough
3: angst in that movie to make three teenager movies. <laughs> I, I mean, if you look at it, the daughter is almost sociopathic.
1: Oh, she's yeah, very she's much a sociopath. And then That's the mother crazy. comes in,
3: and you don't know what to expect. <clears throat> and then the mother turns out to be normal. And That's what like, I'm
1: saying when, like, yeah, she inadvertently helped the boy, well, everyone over enabled him, but she is not a good person, she is a fucking sociopath in the fucking half. The daughter or the mother, the daughter, because
3: you asked what we thought about the mother. That's what about was, the like,
2: dynamic between the two of them, even though she was barely in it and they kind of talk about her like you know a little
1: bit here and there? It felt like they had been it what felt like in a relationship. I mean, well, and you don't and realize the, the mother and daughter
3: are only yeah. on screen for like 20 seconds
1: together.
2: Yeah, that's true. Because, oh, yeah. he's like, get out, because be you out. don't
3: you don't realize that by the end of the movie, you're like, wait a minute, oh, they really were only on screen together for about 20 seconds.
2: But the the but that time, I feel like you just get so much out of that, right? I mean, the dynamic between the three. There's and a lot together, in that small amount of time. Oh yeah, and he's like, even this is the well, first time. Well, it's the buildup. It reminded me of me and your mom, and like like when we all had to get back to it's get every, together. It's every. That's it's every. It's every person's bad in the the room, and like years, <laughs> where we've all been in the same spot. That was the first time in a while. So that's why I looked at you because I was like, it kind of reminded me. Cause like,
3: well, and you've got every really bad a... divorce in history, you know? <clears throat> every every bad breakup, every bad divorce. The other person tells everybody what a bad person you are. Well, maybe I'm a bad person. No. You're not. No. Yeah, that's but fine. the point being is you're,
1: whoever you're broke up with is going to say that. I yeah. will say this, though. I was impressed with uh, Sadie Sink. I love her in fucking Stranger, Stranger Things. I was happy seeing her in this movie because if she there's ever a casting for a fucking wicked twat bitch, she Actually, she doesn't play a it. wicked
3: it's, twat bitch in Stranger Things. I'm uh, yeah. talking about this
1: movie. Well, she would kind of well, be sweet a little, the little bit. The
3: whole object of this movie was crazy. to show that we can go outside our normal roles. That's what Brandon Fraser did. He went outside the yeah. big buff...
2: Adventure guy. Adventure See, action hero. I don't hero. consider
1: him a fucking adventure guy. Unfortunately, the, the bubbling buffoon. That's all I have in my head. Fuck The Mummy. Those movies fucking suck. <laughs> come on, Ryan. Don't Preacher hold it Ryan. in. Tell us what yeah, you yeah, really feel. On, <laughs> Those movies should never have been fucking made. The Rock never should have been in them, and they never should have given Rock his own fucking standalone movie, The Scorpion King.
3: Well, I can't argue there. <laughs> But to say Brendan Fraser's acting in the Mummy was bad—that's.
1: It, I stand by it. His okay. acting was fucking awful in those movies. I haven't seen. I'd say Nicholas Cage could have done better, and I don't say that fucking lightly. Well, what about Marky Mark? Fuck you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah,
1: got you, bitch. <laughs> wow, you
3: guys are gonna trash on Mark Wahlberg. He fucking
2: hates Mark Wahlberg every time I we talk about this. <laughs> Yes.
3: I know. He doesn't even acknowledge the second Planet of the Apes. (laughs)
2: Nope. Yeah. The music was real subtle in this, too. I kind of like that, but it was very powerful at the same exact time. There was a lot of silence that helped with kind of, like, build it up. That was the one thing I
3: did like, the score, was it was all classical music. Mm. There's no words, and everything's in the background, and it's done to be in the background. I thought it it was, like, a
1: nice cross Um, between what you had in, like, Requiem to what you had in fucking... uh, The Black Swan. There's a lot of
4: the. I forget that he did the Black Swan. Oh my gosh! Yeah. He's got almost the
3: same score in the beginning of the Wrestler. Wasn't that a movie you saw?
1: The Wrestler.
4: What? Yeah. Yeah, Didn't you see the Wrestler? So
3: it was the same. It was almost the same score in the beginning. If you listen to it, all the way to the credit opening. Okay. It's all classical music and it's all B-side sheet music. Mm -hmm. So you're just sitting there. It it it's designed to make you relax well then
4: what about um?
2: i was fucking focused <laughs> the soundtrack and
4: pie what did they do what kind of music was that because i just remember that god awful telephone ringing the oh, whole yeah, entire yeah. time and
1: pie that was just a lot of crap that they bought off royalty free shit honestly because <laughs> okay, it well, was like a, it was his first movie so whatever he oh buy online. okay
4: um, <laughs> oh my god sorry oh, chair.
1: i don't think i saw pie really
2: it's all right
3: is that the cut movie the one that it's it's just a whole bunch of shit that's cut together
1: no no oh
2: okay all right b so (laughs) so since you're kind of like the one that's like well you know brandon fraser you know not so then who do you think did better than him in this or do you think who would have been a better character to play instead of him
5: Ah uh, shit! I don't know. Or the
2: Rock, actors, no, a different no, actor. No,
5: right? no, no, no. <laughs> I, he did a good job. I, I yeah, that, I won't discuss. Danny DeVito. <laughs> Dave in. Bautista. Oh
1: <laughs> they wouldn't have needed the fat suit. <laughs> I was waiting for that. That's why I set that one up. <laughs> what did you
4: say? I just watched I Danny DeVito. <laughs> wow. Well, I just watched Matilda. He's yeah. in yeah. Matilda. Yeah. He's oh a Jesus
2: dad. Christ! <laughs> I watched I him in a taxi in
1: last week. God, did he look young? He was young. And yeah. he still didn't have fucking hair. He,
2: he, I mean, he's aging all right. He's just, you know, I, I love him and it's always sunny. I think he, he, from what I understand, he plays himself in that fucking show. Pretty much. Like, that's Did how it really is. Did you ever see really the
1: clip is. of him on the fucking uh, The View? It was either The View or the Today Show where he was fucking drunk as shit off of lemoncellos. He, he got the
2: guns. <laughs> and he, he's like, then I, then I pulled out my blasters and I started shooting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He was fucking obliterated in that fucking interview. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I also love it when he
2: climbs out of that damn black leather couch when he's naked as shit and he's been in there. for Oh, and, it. uh, it's always, always sunny. sunny. Oh my god, that show. Watch that. Like after you get done doing your
4: True Blood, your yeah. True there's blood. gonna be. I think the last no episode movies. I
1: watched of that was the episode where they all get fucking addicted to fucking meth. Oh, and then they so want to go, go on welfare. welfare. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that one's great. That's uh, that's early. Uh, they get bonkers. Yeah, I love the game that they make themselves. It's called, like, it's all their names, but in a specific order. And it's this game that they made that goes on forever. And it's, like, this intense, like, drinking game. And by the end of it, they're just, like, all just so fucking haggard. But they're still into it. I can't remember what the fuck it's called. But that was probably one of the best episodes they ever did, uh, in my opinion. Um, Yeah, it's, like I said, it's, like,
1: all their names put together. Yeah. What did you think of the acting of the the caretaker... I guess you'd call her kind of a sister-in-law
2: like Lily. Yeah. Um I think she was she made it for me because she did keep it real with him, you know, and she Yeah, she never bullshit him. Yeah, and I love uh, this It's a is fat man's chair. My favorite line of hers. And then once you kind of realize what she says after she explains it, she's like, I'm so fucking mad at you that you're making me do this twice. Yeah, I'm the one that had to find his body, which essentially means that she's going to come find his second fucking like uh, the second body, which is going to be his ass.
1: That like that was the hardest fucking line. Was like, yeah. I'll, wait. I'll be waiting downstairs. So maybe that was what
3: the redemption arc was. She didn't have to find his body. She did. Oh, because no, the daughter
2: did the first. The daughter did. Oh, that's true. No, actually nobody did because he "Ah," up (laughs) in the fucking heaven and uh, now he's chilling with his gay homie but God's like sorry, dude. It's just crazy. He's chilling with his gay homie. But they were both gay so he's just like "Mm mm-mm.
4: It ended like that and then the wrestler ended with they go going yeah. pitch black, too. Fucking
2: great point, right? It almost exactly ended the when same he, as that goddamn one. Well, except he's one ended in white, one end ended and in
1: black. And off. you
4: know he's about to mm. die. You know
1: he's dead as soon yeah. as he hits the mat. You yeah.
4: know it. And he did, too. So, that, yeah. Oh, my God. I cried at that, too. So it was just like.
2: You know what I realized he does? Is he does a great job of deteriorating his character. Same characters. with the
4: black swan. She just jumps. Yep. And she, she's oh, crap, bleeding that's out.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. It just fades out. There's okay. nothing after that. Nope. He literally on movies. He, he, ju- he goes straight to. Deep, it's it's almost like he's afraid to
3: show off. anything right before the credits. Like, Quick, kill the character.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. We never
2: get confirmation. We can only assume. But Fine. no, he. Well, if it's told
3: from a first person perspective and you die, it ends right there. Because the wrestler in and he one, does I think that. it's he, pretty
1: clear cut what happens at the end of them.
2: Gerardo well,
4: yeah, dies. They have a family.
2: They go to college, they get a degree and maybe like, you know, And Charlie's physics.
1: flying around them in fucking air. Yeah, it's Which, like
2: Wally. They e get, He gets that little floating machine guy, he starts milling about. am
1: talking
3: about going off on a
2: tangent. Um,
3: <laughs> I thought you were talking about the black swan, and I'm like, what? Yeah, They're that, floating around?
2: All that happens in black swan. No, what I think he does <laughs> is he likes to take the main character... Who is good and healthy, but you know is instantly fucked from the jump, <laughs> and then just destroyed them slowly, emotionally and physically through the rest of the film. Well, look, that's yeah, what I. Oh, think. that's Rec-ram. the definition of requiem. Um, yeah, but no, Di- that's the definition of every fucking film he does, dude. Wrestler, yeah. fucking Swan. This one, like, yeah, I, he just...
1: I, I can agree with it. Yeah, it's let's right. record the worst day of your <laughs> life. <laughs>
2: yeah, hey, just so you know, your character is
1: just gonna be fucked. By the you know, inside. if you are in an Aronofsky <laughs> film, you are going
2: to die. <laughs> you are gonna get it. Yeah, you are gonna get. You going an award, but are you size, healthy? Yes. Yeah. Just so, don't be in an Aronofsky <laughs> film. Psychologically, you are gonna be fucked. But you get that uh, that little award that you did it all for. you yeah, look at me, y'all. I could be in your secret club. And well, he's babies.
3: had he's had two
1: of his movies, two of his actors get Oscars. So, uh, and what pisses me off. He like his movies get tons of fucking Oscar nods. He's had fucking Natalie Portman's one for his movies. Fucking Brendan Fraser's one for his movies. Mickey that motherfucker, Rourke. Uh, Ellen Burns. Mickey was... Rourke never won an Oscar. Did, he didn't win he, it for he, fucking. He won, uh, he won the Golden Globe. He won the Golden Globe, which isn't good. Okay.
3: Uh, well, it's better than a Razzie. <laughs> Is that the shitty he one? He got the Razzie yes. for fucking Iron Man too. Which is but, the
2: worst character in a film, right? The worst. Nicolas
3: Cage, incidentally, has won that twice.
2: Oh, no.
1: With pride. Uh, Sandra Bullock is the only actress to arrive in person to personally accept her Razzie. Yeah, she, but she's proud of everything she does. She got a Razzie for All About Steve the same year she won Best Actress for The Blind Side. So she won... Yeah, Razzies but the only an reason Oscar she did The, the Blind Side was because they thought That's it was going to cool. get an Oscar nod.
2: I mean, why not? Get the best and the worst, right? Be like, yeah. I, look at me. I obviously can do both. Yeah. You know? You're welcome. Who was
3: it that won three Razzies? Uh, what's his name? The guy who did The Postman. Oh, Kevin He got one Costner. for Waterworld. He got Kevin one for Costner. The Postman. And he got one for...
1: What was the one he did after Waterworld? I don't watch Costner movies. I will say a uh, Costner movie
3: I will watch, Mr. Brooks.
1: I love that fucking movie. Well, you quoted mm-hmm.
3: Tombstone, so obviously you've seen a Costner
1: movie. Well, that wasn't Costner. That was Wyatt Earp. I didn't quote Wyatt Earp. I oh, quoted that's right. Tombstone. <laughs> Different
3: movies. I just remember he played Wyatt Earp. Yeah, there's about an hour and a half difference between so, the two. So, wait, hang movies.
2: on. I don't know if I got my answer to be. Who would be a better character to play instead of Brennan Fraser?
5: I don't fucking
2: know. I I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So so okay.
3: Robin Williams. Shaq. Robin Robin Williams could have played
2: Kevin Hart. No. Oh
4: my god. I don't
2: think Kevin I could. Hart can play Shaq's dick.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Straight up it's about the kept. same height. Yeah. Yep.
2: <laughs> and and probably worth about the same. With I think tonight, this is that's, that's a hard question to uh, argue. How
3: much is, how much is, uh, hey
2: Kevin Hart? Are you worth the same amount as Shaq's dick? Yeah. Google it. There's probably It's a number of This there.
1: being the fifth time I've seen this movie, little Nike air. Drinks. His performance just <laughs> hits me. Little wings. <laughs> his performance just hits me more and more every time I see it. I can't picture anybody else doing better in this role. So
2: do you think this is going to be one of those?
1: Aronofsky- I think this was a film that Aronofsky literally went out in the woods, found Brendan Fraser who hasn't done shit mm-hmm. in years, and gave him a fucking lifeline, and this is going to be the resurgence of fucking Brendan Fraser. That was going to be my question. I don't, I don't know. think this is going to boot him back. But, yeah.
3: but next year it's going to be Chris Hemsworth.
2: What does he need it? He's not going <laughs> to fucking...
3: He- to show he has range.
2: Oh, So, Krim's had, he's just gonna,
1: he showed he had range when he he did Cabin in the Woods. (laughs) Oh, I love that one. Yeah, all 30 seconds. (laughs) That was,
2: yeah, when he becomes all fat.
1: He only has
3: eight lines in that movie.
2: That's probably a good thing. Yeah. You guys saw Cabin in the Woods, didn't you guys?
3: But it was a really good eight lines.
4: You showed me that, right? That one where it's all the different
2: different monsters in the room.
1: Who gave you books? And they're running through it. Yeah. I love that one.
3: Have you seen my girlfriend? She used to have blonde hair. Or red hair
1: what i liked at the ending of the sto- ending of this movie and it's like the first time watching it i did like start to fucking cry because of it was the reveal of what the essay was oh yeah, yeah. How it was oh hers. that it came from his daughter mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. like
4: and how she read it and
1: how that's the only thing that'll keep like keep him alive Keep him going. Keep well,
3: him and going. I think it was it, one of the most powerful parts of the movie was the redemption when she stands there and reads it as yeah. he walks to her.
1: Yeah. I don't know if it was
2: used to keep him going as much as it was wanted him to be the, his like last words or his last. Well, no, before. he
3: says that. He it said, this is the last is, thing I wanted to hear. I thought last last gonna I was going to die. I
1: want to hear, but it also keeps him going. That's why when she's reading it, that gives him the, pa- like, the motivation. To, to hear the next to, word. No, to get to his feet. Mm. to walk to his daughter. Well, I
3: think what gave him the motivation was that his daughter was standing there, and she was his reading His daughter her was standing there essay, earlier, and... But wasn't reading her own essay.
1: That's my point. The, it's the power of the essay is mm. what motivates him. That's it's the
3: power of his focus.
2: So essentially, <laughs> just, what this it's telling us is you can accomplish anything. So you put your mind to it, whether you're like 800 million pounds and... Never really that wasn't anything.
3: really my takeaway. Mm. But it's a better takeaway than mine was.
2: I think it's like I want to get myself a little Asian helper too. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: We all need a housemaid.
2: It would be tight. She kept reminding me the chick I worked with, and uh, she was a lot of fun. But
1: <clears throat> so who would we say is the weakest actor in this? I don't think there was a weakest the weakest actor would have to be the fucking missionary. There's yeah. So Actually characters. no. I think he did a really good job of Okay, the of, weakest actor was the pizza delivery guy. Yes, because all he did was stand <laughs> at the end of the stairs and look. Like with literally pity. like
2: you have five people to pick from. You're right, it was Brendan Fraser, sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was wow. the main character.
2: Yeah, pizza guy, he was the best. Just hands down. Or you know Brendan Fraser's fat. That was the winning character in
1: this. I will say that fucking prosthetics that they did in this movie. Man, his hands, fucking dude, are what? amazing. Yeah,
2: I felt so bad for him, looking at his gigantic well, fucking. He gained
1: like two hundred pounds for the role.
2: Yeah, the whole trying to hold that fucking cell phone and shit on there.
1: He didn't gain two hundred pounds for the role. He was already two hundred and fifty pounds. They just literally put a fat suit.
3: Well, on That's his what abs. I'm saying. If you look at his hands, though, that isn't the suit. That's his hands. Yes, hand.
1: that's. Everything you see on him is prosthetic from really? head to toe. I thought it was just his stomach. No. That was 100% a full prosthetic suit that he had to carry around. And it was he gained- 475 pounds. That's a big suit. Yeah,
3: dude.
4: What was the budget? On I wonder this? if you would loan
3: it to me. I got to go to a prom next week. That's true. <laughs> there
2: wasn't really any special effects. So the suit and the casting pretty much had to be the, the most expensive. Right? You know, you need yeah. to,
3: to get one of those suits and go to the shop and see if you <laughs> can get a prom tux
2: for it. Kind of reminds me of like when CKY2K and all those boys used to do the the bubble wrap. Oh, the yeah, 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 fuck, yeah. The fat fuck, I think. The, the fat fuck. Uh huh. Where they get just a bunch of bubble wrap, wrap them themselves up, get some oversized pants, and go skating in them. And they'd get, like, r- thrown into trees or, like, poles and shit like that.
3: Although I will tell you, there was one scene in the movie that kind of confused me. The one character that has empathy and emotion for him is the one that started going
1: beep, beep, beep
3: when he walked backwards.
1: Right. Yeah, because... She, she kept it real.
3: Yeah, she didn't bullshit I don't him. see that as keeping it real.
1: What she didn't fucking... They've known each other for so fucking long... They're best friends. That's probably not There's a good inside joke when you're overweight. Too, yeah, probably. you gotta.
2: She's making light of the, the realistic situation that he is legitimately gonna die by the end of the week, right? I mean, she she made me laugh multiple times because everything else that comes out, she's the dialogue, trying to
1: make him laugh too.
2: But in, in, the, in the dynamic of the film, she is when the, like, he is like, he's this beacon of light. Like, we, I'm gonna, you know, it doesn't matter, everything's cool and happy. I mean, she's like, look, you're gonna die and I'm gonna do this with you or whatever. Um, Fuck! I lost my goddamn train of thought.
4: Like when he I choked, that made me cry so bad. When she started panicking, yeah, like that—that that was so. That's a rough fucking scene, like yeah. because you could
1: see the fucking pain in her exactly. face.
4: Exactly, like you know that she cares. Like that shows you. I right just didn't there. realize.
3: I, I didn't think about the fact that if you were that big and you were choking. They would have to lean you over something and well, jump she, on you.
2: Well, she's little. Like I don't know. Yeah. She, I didn't think she was going to be able to get his ass over. I know
4: her. it scared me, but it's like no, he can't. Well, and if you
3: think about it, if he rolled over too far, he can't get back up. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to be real careful when they weigh that much.
2: They also so. didn't show him ordering the pizza. Do we just automatically assume it was like an auto a order? A standing order
1: is how it I was, took
3: it. Yeah, twenty dollars a day, two large pizzas. That's how I took it. Because okay. he always
1: goes. It's in the mailbox. It's in the mailbox. Yeah, and like it is literally. He shows up five times. Movie takes place in five days, so it's literally a standing order. Yeah, every fucking day. That- and she's still bringing him food on time. And they of
3: it. show it every day. They'll go at the very beginning Monday, mm-hmm. and at the very last scene for Monday, pizza delivery.
2: Aronofsky does that quite a bit. He fucking times out his films, I believe, with days and times, doesn't he?
4: Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, when yeah, yeah, we yeah. look at literally everything, they're in a span like of like a week or something like that, like Requiem, right? She's waiting to go on to that TV show. So every day we're looking for the mail. Yeah, the mm-hmm. con, yeah. And Pi, um, every, I swear, every day they're trying to look for this guy if, mm-hmm. for the numbers, and then... And Black Swan, she's preparing for her dance. Wrestler, he's building. He's just going day to day with his like daughter, right Mm -hmm. too. And then, okay, who wants
1: to take a guess at the budget of this movie? Plus the actors, full budget to make the movie, everything. One point two million.
2: I thought it'd be higher, right? Because the good actors and shit.
4: I mean None of the
3: actors were high names. Brendan uh, Fraser had fallen off.
4: The, do- uh, the daughter. Seven.
1: The daughter was pretty damn popular with. Uh, yeah, everything. but the only thing she was in was a television Seven. show. Seven. I think it's Raxa but... What would you guess?
4: I don't. I don't know. They had to have um, been able to shoot two? the whole thing
1: in a week. Ten mil. Two. Two. Yeah.
4: Do you have I a guess? Be
1: four. You're the closest. It's five million dollars.
4: Wow. wow
1: but it made $59 million in the box office. me, oh, running.
2: Wow.
1: Good job. That's what he does. What was
2: all the money spent on?
1: Probably the fucking prosthetics. Oh, that's one thing I did not fucking, I, I thought it was fucking bold as hell that they fucking released this movie in 4 by 3 and not 6 by 9 Oh, I thought
3: that's just. Well, the Brendan Fraser was 6 by 9 for the film. <laughs> because they just delivered on 4 th- 3
2: Yeah, technically. <laughs> 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 yeah, technically that's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like what I was saying Thanks. is when he And if you
3: notice, he was never in the whole screen. So, <sighs> yeah, it was shot.
1: That's just like what I was saying. I have seen cuts of this movie that were the widescreen, but that's all fucking the ones <laughs> The whole thing was
3: widescreen. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Sorry.
1: His existence was widescreen. Um,
3: He's a widescreen person in a panoramic.
2: Well, it was kind of, yeah. Uh, but at least they didn't have to lift him out of, you know, like, um, What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Is yeah, where the they one? had I was
3: going like... to say,
1: this is probably this generation's What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Yeah, no, because What's
3: Eating Gilbert Grape was all about the brother. And I wasn't nearly the this retarded brother.
1: About, this is all about the daughter though.
3: Yeah, Some but the daughter thing. wasn't autistic
1: and retarded. I'm not saying the exact story. But she I'm had talking about the emotional response from the movie.
3: Yeah, but in the in What's Eating Gilbert Grape, you don't wind up feeling sorry for the mother. You feel sorry for the kids because the mother died and had to be taken out with a crane. In this one, he didn't have to be taken out with a crane and you don't see anything after he dies. So you have the empathy for both him and the characters within the movie. In once Eating Gilbert Grape, you you have resentment to the mother. In this, you don't have resentment for I don't him think being you that.
1: had resentment to the mother in that movie. Oh yeah.
3: Go back and rewatch it.
1: I've seen the movie a thousand <laughs> times. Oh yeah. A lot oh yeah.
4: I haven't seen it in a minute, yeah. but I, I remember like watching it. it and I remember yeah. thinking,
3: "God, if my mother was that big, I'd never invite my friends it, over either." You seen it? No, I was going
4: to say, though, a lot of my peers have seen it, though.
3: Well, it's the first movie Leonardo DiCaprio is in. Second movie. What was the first?
1: Critters (laughs) 3. Asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that was my outside voice. I'll keep that in. Yeah, Ryan knows, motherfucker. (laughs) Nobody likes you. (laughs) No, I know that shit. And I hate everybody, so... Yeah. Keeping it
2: real. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it real goes too far. <laughs> Dave Chappelle, have you seen that shit? Oh, I gotta see it. Watch all of
1: Chappelle. Yeah, watch right. watch the Chappelle show. Oh, that was the all other
3: of. thing I watched this week. Uh, the Chris Rock. Dude, I like him? I don't
1: like Dave Chappelle. Oh, the his famous <laughs>
3: special? No, the the one he did uh, Selective Outrage. Sele-
1: yeah, Selective Outrage. When he's st- he waits the entire fucking special. It's that last fucking Five segment. Minutes. He just rips nope, Will Smith. Nope, we're
3: not going to talk about Will Smith or that smack during and this entire show. And then at the end of it, he's whoops like, and then. whoops his
1: fucking ass. Have you seen that? What is it? Chris Rock. Chris Rock did a selective fucking Netflix. Outrage comedy special oh he just it was live oh yeah and
3: he spent the entire show saying he wasn't going to talk about
1: this he wasn't going to talk about this he wasn't going to talk about that but the last 10 minutes of the not even 10 minutes it's like five minutes he just goes annihilates the fuck and he talks about the fact that (laughs) you know will smith
3: even laughed at the beginning of the joke yeah but it wasn't until the fucking
1: twatty fucking bitch Bats her eyes like that's not funny. No, and then when fucking, but did dude, you that see, was
2: taken from a movie. That whole fucking scene. No, was it wasn't. I saw the fucking swear video that you
1: saw. That's not a real clip. Nope, totally real. No. Yeah, I looked up the thing that you told me to look up. It there's no movie like that. I, I will
3: tell you that the 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 thing that's funny about the slap is if you stop and think about it from a, the perspective of society today. Here's a guy that we've paid. For the last ten years, to show us chivalry and honor and everything that's good and pure, and when he does it, the first thing we do is ban him from Hollywood. That makes a lot of sense.
1: But that wasn't chivalry, though. Sure, it was. He was standing up for his wife. His wife wasn't attacked. Chris Ver- Rock made the remark about Jada Pinkett Smith. Verbally assaulted her. He verbally that's assaulted. That, her that wasn't in verbally assaulting. It was Jada. G.I.J. 2, can't wait to see it. That's all he fucking said. Okay, wait, if somebody here? said that about he my wife, I'd deck the fucker. Well, you're. He made a crack. Why are your wife's not bald? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I'm saying is he had no fucking reason to fucking yeah. go up on stage.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah he did. It, no, no, he didn't. It was a setup. Oh, it, was. <laughs> Dude, it was. Dude, they're the will. it was theatrical. It was theatrical. They're actors. I'm just
1: saying. Back that's to right. the well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I
3: like got like peace out about. Where that. would I'm you okay. rank
1: this in fucking uh, the list of Aronofsky films? Oh, I was thinking the same thing. Roxy,
4: Black Swan will always be on the top for me, but that's just because um, I don't know. I think this would probably go. I'm gonna be real. I like go Black Swan, Requiem, Wrestler, and then the Whale and the Pie for me and what I've seen of Aronofsky's.
1: That's fair. That's fair. Me? Scotty?
3: Well, ironically, I like what he's trying to say in the movie, so I'd probably rate it on top because it's not. It, it's, it's more realistic and it's more. What's the word? Forgiving than the rest of them. There's okay. no murder. There's no. There's no yeah. intent to harm. Yeah, but at the same time,
2: there's tons of intent to har- self harm. It's suicide. There's suicide. At twice. Yeah, but it's but, but it's
3: his but it's acceptance. Not intent to harm. It's not intent to harm. He does intend to harm himself, but it's self harm. Yeah. Not you're not hurting somebody else.
2: Premeditated. He knows he doesn't want to eat, but he does. He even said, I got like, after homie died, right? Then he was like, now nah, I got a problem with eating. He, I mean, addiction, you still know what you're doing, even though you're not, you oh, don't yeah. wanna do
1: it. I'm right? not saying anything different. Well, I,
3: I agree with you. He wanted to die, but at the same time, it's not what the movie's about. The movie is not about him dying, the movie is about his redemption. You only see him die once at the very end, you see him <laughs> redeem himself repeatedly. You watch day.
2: him die every fucking day. Well only in the
3: sense that every time he's eating All of
2: his facial expressions I mean he just Um, You kind of have a point
1: there though You do kind of see him die every day the makeup gets little, different. You see his a little eyes. bit of him die every time fucking Ellie leave, storms out and leaves. Mm-hmm. The look on his face. Yeah, you can see it takes a little it's, bit out of that's him. That's the only
2: thing that he gave a fuck about. That's why all his money went to her. Yep. And that's why every fucking second he gets to talk to her, it's like you're you're amazing, you're beautiful, you're everything. You know, you're everything. I, you know, even though she was a total cunt to him the whole time, but so, every so often. Kind of got gleams of hope, like maybe she's going to be a human being and be a real daughter to him. And then she just cunts it right up, just fucking without even thinking. I don't know, coming
3: from somebody with a parent problem, I look at the way she treated him, and it's much better than the way I treated my mother after she disappeared when I was three.
2: (laughs) Well, how do you treat somebody that disappears?
3: (sighs) You completely ignore them. Well, You don't bother taking their phone call. You don't show up at their house just because they're sick. You dance on their grave.
2: Um, we got a (laughs) shovel. Just dig it up one more time. Just high fiver. Get well soon. I have issues with that statement, but uh, oh crap! I'm sorry. Forgot about that. (laughs) My bad. I also was kind of a dick about that too. Sorry. Uh, let's change topic. I'm trying to think.
1: I'm trying to think what I was going to say.
2: Which character would you want to be in the movie if
1: you had to be a character? Oh Jesus.
3: The that's missionary. A, that's a
1: rough fucking question.
3: The missionary. Ooh, the I can identify guy. with that. <laughs> Roxy's like,
4: just peace, bitches.
3: We're the pizza uh, delivery driver. I've done
1: that before. Me, I can, I can identify with that. Me so. being me, with all the crap I've done in the past, I'd probably be the fucking caretaker. Yeah, I could see that sympathy.
2: Yeah.
4: You and I are always the caretakers.
2: Yeah, the caretaker. I don't know. Part of me is almost just like. You've been quiet. Yeah, who would you want to who be? Who do man? you
3: identify yeah. with? <laughs> Come on, B.
2: What character would you be, B?
5: Which character would you <laughs> the be, the caretaker?
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
5: be the caretaker.
4: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: the students gave a worthy performance.
5: They were cool.
1: It's, See, that scene, like, fucking pissed me off, though. As soon as the camera goes up, like, all the looks of disgust. It's like, who gives a fuck? You know, I just realized
3: he did show in the background what was going to happen. If you watch in the upper right-hand corner, the kid gets up and walks in every scene. Yep. The student gets up and walks in every scene. And that was the finality of the movie. So I guess in in truth, he did foreshadow in the background what Mm. was going to happen.
2: Yeah, oh, that's, I just realized that, that, that is fair.
1: That is fair.
2: I think that the I think the student scenes were also one of some of the best parts of the dialogue, or some of the best dialogue parts. Oh, were some in the like of his it. monologues. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck yeah, his voiceover shit. Oh my like, god, just Fra- the inflation. Frazier does a phenomenal job. Yeah. Well, voiceovers. and he does that light, you know, real light and just kind of real whimsical and just. He, I was going to say effeminate. Oh, well, okay, that's fair. <laughs> but he, you can tell that he believes in every word that he's saying to these kids, like. With his whole heart, you know, this is what matters. This is truly what fucking matters. Like this is great stuff. Like you know what I mean. He he is genuine and he cares.
1: And he believes that everybody is capable and capable of doing everything. And all he wants from people everything. is to be honest with themselves. Put mm. honesty out there. Don't hold back. When Put he couldn't really do it himself, out there. Do well, and he spends the, the entire movie why. telling his students.
3: Yeah. All he does is give them good comments. He never say, calls on somebody and says, hey, you screwed this up. No. no. You know, most He's teachers will do that positive, dig at the one student that irritates yeah. mm-hmm. him. I know I was that student. So you'd always hear, Scott, what are you doing in the background over there? Shut up.
1: Yeah, like he was always giving his students positive feedback. There was no sarcasm. Nope, no, none at all.
2: Was he humorous at all in in any? Because the
1: caretaker was funny. The caretaker was the even the even the missionary was funny. Well, 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 when he was talking about with the wife. The two the of ex-wife. them were kind of the comic relief of the movie.
3: And and the, the wife even did the snide remark and the humorous Drew, response. I mean, and the daughter wrote the haiku. Yeah. And even after that happened, he was still the only on. one that had absolutely no he there was there was no imagination. It right. was just him being himself.
2: He would take whatever shit was fed to him and then regurgitate like just nice things. Like he was killing Happiness. them with kindness, every exactly. fucking word that every snide remark said to him. He, he was just, just happy kind of having people around him, and probably people still be that he alive. cared
1: about. Yeah, while well, he could. Yep. And even when <clears throat> the fucking mother comes over, he cares about her. He does. Care well, about and you her. can
3: tell in her stance, and she the first thing she does is go up and ask to listen to his heartbeat. Yeah. So you can tell she still cares about him. Yeah. And so everybody in the movie in the end winds up. That's the other thing. Everybody in the movie in the end winds up caring about him. Even though he starts out with "I never did anything
2: right in my life," yeah, yeah, they could do like the whale too. Uh, Charlie gets harpooned in Hell. Oh Jesus!
1: Christ. <laughs> really, did Charlie this the is Awakening a serious podcast? <laughs> you uh, have the Reckoning. Like Charlie that. the Reckoning.
2: There we go. Actually, I did also notice that when he was walking around in the background, he did kind of make like little subtle whale noises, like breathing. That's kind of what I picked up on. And if that was on, po- like, if that was on. Um like on purpose, but it, I picked up on it. Well, you picked up on something I didn't. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. What? I think your radar's turned on too high. Yeah, I can't turn that off. That's how my brain works. Kind of like the outside. Voice.
1: You didn't write the Aronofsky films.
2: Uh I did not. I think uh I'm kind of different with everybody. I think Wrestler is probably one of my favorite Aronofsky films. I mean really? yeah. I,
4: I love Mickey Roy, so I can't say anything.
2: The whole yeah, I, the whole story and just the struggle and just how that fucker just his whole life is pain and he just you just want him to die by the end of it. You just feel for him so bad. I don't know, I just I like that movie a lot. Don't get Requiem and all the others we're, we're super tight, but Ruster's my jam. Because this is a good movie, but it's not a movie that I want to watch over and over again. I would watch *Rust* over and over again. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I don't watch There's very so-
3: few. In fact, I don't think there's any Aronofsky films I'll watch back to back. Right. But at the same time, about every five or six years, I could see dragging this one out of the closet and watching yeah. it again. Yeah. See, I've, you I've, know, you've got *Torch Song Trilogy*. You've got *The Birdcage*. All those movies.
2: Oh yeah. Uh, *The Birdcage* with. Uh, no, that, that's, one that's one the you
1: remake. La Cache Faux. The oh, original La The original. The Moulin Rouge, La Cache mm. um, See, I'd have to say my top four for Aronofsky. I just
3: realized that all the movies I mentioned, the main character's gay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Feeling a little less manly and, today. And
2: this one, too.
1: I would say number one is The Wrestler. Number two, Requiem. Three, this. Four, Black Swan. I just
3: I haven't seen Requiem for a Dream in so long and I think I was blasted out of my mind the one time I did watch it all I could remember was we went to go see it cuz the girl I was dating really liked PJ Harvey. Mm.
1: And in all so. honesty if you ask me tomorrow those four could switch. Really? Because like literally every story of each movie is so damn different mm-hmm. and so unique. But they're all fucking perfect. Like, yeah. I can't... Well, he tells the same
3: story apart. over and over again. Like I said, it's they're, they're yeah. all stories of redemption and death. Well, and yes,
1: but how you get there is different and unique.
3: Yeah, but not everybody gets a redemption. This isn't a Marvel superhero movie.
2: <laughs> well, sure. well, they're kind of left open, right, for the interpretation of people to uh, the Watchers. It's kind of like how... Like, maybe people have their own version of well, the redemption except, of it. Well, except
3: for, for, for almost every Aronofsky film that you watch, very rarely do you sit back and go, no, no, there was no redemption in it. There's no uh, reward at the end, right before they die, justification for your life.
2: It was also filmed pretty dark, too. Like, this, the the house was sad. You know, the I, lighting and I, in I, the I house joy. Actually,
3: that, I thought it was the I, other way around. I, I, like I noticed that, that it was choice. bright in every room.
2: <laughs> See, I was going to say it was
1: dark. The
3: apartment was drab, but the lighting was incredible. There I was, was no say rainy kind days. It was dark and warm. It was five, and wherever he lives, the weather was great for it five was days. It
2: was that's the point. It's kind of the day that he dies, is the only day that there's sunlight. Yeah. All the rest of the days of that whole entire no. week, it was fucking raining.
3: No, the only three, they, they show the bird for three days. Monday, they show the bird. Yep. Tuesday, they show the bird. Wednesday, they show and the then bird. She Thursday, the plate. she breaks the plate. Friday, it's raining. Yep. And so every day they show the plate with the food, it's not raining. Mm. It's always bright outside. I, I think like, it
4: was raining every time it, he opened the door when the pizza guy came. Maybe no. that was just the
2: same day that it was raining. We thought it was multiple days. It was just raining on that one day, but the door got open multiple times. Because I thought it rained more than one day, too.
3: I'll have to go back and rewind I know that the, there was always light pouring in from those windows. Maybe you just had really good southern exposure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I guess that brings us to the question of the day. Do you recommend this, and what would you rank it one to ten? So. Yeah, I recommend 100.
2: percent People need to see this. I mean, it's 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 the first movie that I've seen in a long, long time that's kind of made me feel like this multiple times. Where it's just like, you know, because I think everybody will relate to it in their own way. And I think it's a great story. I think it's filmed great. He went simple. The music is subtle. The characters are, are you know, they do. There's only a couple of them, but I think they do serve their purpose quite well. Um, recommend it. If I was to rank it. <sighs> On a scale of 1 to
3: 10. Yeah. 10 being, oh my God, everybody's got to go see this. 1 being, it won a Razzie Award. <laughs> Talk about a dramatic pause. Yeah. Is this a buildup?
2: Maybe like an 8 or a 9. I mean, it's weird because I think I gave Requiem a two, but I love Requiem, right? I don't not love this movie, but again, it was a great movie, but I... Like it just wasn't my favorite, you know what I'm saying? So it's well, like you
3: didn't you rated
2: it what third in your Aronofsky films? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I don't even know if I put it on there. I think I was just like the wrestler, <laughs> and then, <laughs> cause that's like my we favorite didn't list one. anything else. Yeah. <laughs> Once you get past that, yeah, you're fine. You don't need anything else, just the wrestler. Um, so yeah, I'll give it like maybe it's 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 an eight eight and a half in my book.
1: Oh, Roxy.
4: Um, I would definitely recommend it to my peers just so they can see it. And I would also, like, want to know if they would, like, find it as emotional Mm -hmm. or if they would find it, like, more gross or, like, what, I don't know. I would like to hear, like, my people's thoughts on it for sure, um... I would definitely rate it, like, an eight just because of how sad it is. <laughs> like, it's definitely, like, a mood killer, but... Oh, will bring your day down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Right. It is not a rom-com. A <laughs>
2: yeah. It's not a comedy at all.
5: Uh, B. I I could recommend it to people, yeah. It's not... I didn't like the movie. <laughs> That's I didn't like fair. the movie. Um, I don't know. It's just to me, it wasn't. It's not something that I could watch again. It's yeah. not. I mean, I I could rate it like a like a five. That's I, yeah. That's no, a I fair just,
2: rating. Yeah, man.
5: Yeah, no. I just uh, not, not up your alley. Wasn't, it wasn't my movie. Yeah. Well,
3: part of the problem that I had with it is it's it's an art house movie. That's it's, the it's biggest issue. It's made to be
1: a nod to the Oscars and like this being an A twenty four film. When you look at movies like fucking, you know what it reminds me of? Remember the nineteen
3: seventy eight run for Chariots of Fire, where it won like everything. <laughs> yeah, I went to go see that movie. It's three hours of some guy running. <laughs> 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 literally, I mean, literally. It. I felt like I watched a Verizon commercial for yeah. three hours. Yeah, but it won every Oscar. Damn. Yeah. It literally. It, it, it was the it, and and it was the score. It was the actor. It was the set. It was the cinematography. It was the script. It was. I mean, all you heard about that year was Chariots of Fire, yep. and that's how I felt this year. I mean, the movie was okay; it was it, it was it was a good movie. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but, but this would I give up tickets o- to the Avenger to go see it?
1: No. But this movie didn't win that many Oscars, though. No, Brandon but it Frasier was. It was, won a lot of
3: awards. It was. It was designed to be an Oscar movie. It was not. Oh designed yeah, this to was not. This was an this Oscar was, based This was designed to be an artistic. Uh, hey, everybody, look at me. I'm over here and look what I did. This was
1: Aronofsky saying and I'm
3: still relevant. I guess relevant. part of the problem that I have is most of the movies that I'm going to rate 9 or 10, you know, have you seen The Matrix lately? I watch it once every three years. That's a movie that you don't give up your ticket stubs for. Mm. But this was like. Depends on who you ask. Well, I don't know anybody who gave up their tickets to The Matrix. But it, Star Wars, how about that? It's like giving up your your advanced seats to Star Wars. No, I wouldn't give up my advanced seats to the next Marvel movie to go
1: see it. So what would you rate this movie
3: then? Probably about a six. I'm with B on this. Yeah. I I mean, I like the movie. Don't get me wrong. I don't feel like I It wasn't like one hour photo where I felt like I wasted an hour and a half of my time. (laughs) But at the same time, I don't know that I could tell somebody else, hey, this won't be a waste of an hour and a half of your time.
1: Well, it won't be a waste of an hour and a half because this movie's two hours. There you go, two hours <laughs> of your time—a two-hour waste
3: of your time. Uh, I mean.
2: But, again, it is kind of a fucked-up
1: recommendation, and, huh? Because it's
2: going to bring down their day. And, and at the this same time, is a hard movie this to...
3: it's kind of like Awakenings. I really liked Awakenings while I was in the theater, but 30 minutes after I walked out the door, I thought, God, that's a fucking depressing
2: movie. Oh, mm. fuck yeah. With, uh, and that's the same way I and... felt
3: when I walked out of The Whale. I'm yeah. like, it's a really good movie. And then you walk out of it, and you're like, fuck, I'm depressed. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Is I, yeah. It was
2: a good movie, but it wasn't my favorite. It you know, made you like... think,
3: but at the same time, it's... It 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 isn't, you know, a make you feel good go home, yay kind of movie. It's it's and and there are people that go out there and watch movies that are not that way. But this was an artistic film. It was designed to get people's attention and, and to be a hey, look look at the depth and breadth of my acting capabilities. Yeah. And Brendan Fraser did a great job. Yeah. I don't know that he needs an Oscar for it, but he did a great job. He so Um We didn't give an Oscar to Uh, Steven, what's his name, the guy who played uh, Vision? Um, Oh, shit. Betancourt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Betancourt? Betancourt. I thought he did pretty good in the Marvel Cinematic
1: Universe. I thought he was better on WandaVision.
3: Well, personally, I thought he was the best in
2: Transcendence. He did a really good job there, but he didn't win an Oscar there either. I'm over the Marvel universe. I'll see Gar- I'll see uh, the new Guardians, and then I'm kind of just want to be done with them. Don't watch the... the new Guardians. It's up on Plex right now. It sucks. Oh God, it's a bad camp. I just figured I just. Oh, oh okay. I just and I mean to be a bad cam, yeah, like I in another it. language. Bad cam. Perfect. Subtitles <laughs> in Indian. Also see the new Visions. It dropped. The right. new Star Wars Visions. Watch it. I did. Really? Yeah, it's the new, you know, the visions, the animations by the other studios yeah. and shit doing Star Wars. It's fucking tight as shit. See it. I, I mean, I've liked what I've seen. Did you see Gotham Knights yet? Mm, maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. I thought I did. I tried to. I'm trying to get Ryan to watch. Have you seen Pennyworth?
5: Uh-uh. I'm
2: trying to get Ryan
3: to watch Pennyworth. <laughs> it's the story of Alfred. We've gotten, we've overshot oh, Batman yeah. so far that we're now doing specials about his butler. Yeah. But it's really good. Yeah. He's really an assassin. <laughs> no, he's an SAS. Well, I guess you could call that an assassin. Yeah. So back to
1: the will. Yeah. So um, what do you think, Ryan? What'd you got? I do recommend the movie. Um, would you give it out of 10? I'm going to give it the same I would give fucking Requiem, the rest of Black Swan 10. Yeah. I don't think Aronofsky, aside from Noah, he hasn't made a bad movie. I like the way he interjects Noah. The only one that was a commercial success. We're going to exclude that one. I hate that. that It's not a good movie. Yes, but it was made to be a commercial movie. Yes, and it flopped in the box office. It but it had great CGI. And it didn't make its budget back because they wasted fucking over $270 million on fucking CGI. Jesus. <laughs>
3: Yeah. That's the other thing that I just noticed, now that I realize it. Every single Aronofsky film has some trope about Christ. Mm-hmm. You've got the 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 Bible banger and um, the wrestler. You've got the missionary and Who was it in the... I don't remember who played the, the Christian in the Black Swan. Who was the it? The mom. The mom. The mom. Yep. That's right. Yep. Yeah, I love that you knew that. Like, fucking so quick, too. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I but every single film. one of them has a yeah.
3: trope, has a Christianity trope in it. Yep. You've got the missionary, you've got the Bible banger, you got, yeah. So there are elements in every single one of his films. Yeah, and you,
2: supernatural elements, I think, in most of them, which is, I guess, is
1: what Jesus is, or like God. I think anything supernatural. The to the Jesus fucking thing when he just kind of floats away in a yeah. glowing light.
4: <laughs> Take me.
1: Jesus, God's like, uh,
2: God. <laughs> the tractor beam is retracting.
1: <laughs> Holy
3: shit, how much does he have?
1: So, uh, Get all the pet next week we're now. doing Cannibal Holocaust Redux. Yeah. <laughs> all right. But this time we're going
2: to have Roxy and B, and then maybe if someone else, we'll have room for Dos Moss. Do you want to do Cannibal Holocaust? Sure. <laughs> Wait, I haven't watched it in a while. Weren't you the one that's saying you can't do rape scenes? Yeah, I'm not good at doing it. Then you're right, not going to want to watch this one at oh, all. I can handle The whole fucking thing i a not, rape scene. I'm not
3: saying I can't watch them. I'm saying I, it makes me... It that Those are it's the only things that make me really, really uncomfortable. Yeah. I cannot sit through a rape scene. Well, then you'll be uncomfortable for quite a, it's, it's, a while. It, it, I had so. a friend of mine that any time somebody hit their face against a wall, she would just shudder because she could remember what that felt like. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus and Christ. God,
2: so, that's horrible.
3: That's how, <laughs> ironically... But that's real. I, it I is. It. I mean, and she would, she, she would get very visceral about it. Every time I see somebody hit the wall, it just reminds me of being in the car accident hitting my face against the window. It, oh, yeah. So it just... That was something that stayed visceral for her. So
2: it's something that stayed visceral for me. All right. Uh, I want to say thank you all again for listening. Um, you know, if you all got questions or need to fact check us or fucking whatever, um, <laughs> you know, uh, movie pit podcast at gmail.com. Uh, again, thanks again for the downloads. Um, go, go watch some movie that's gonna make you feel the opposite of what this movie's gonna make you <laughs> feel. So maybe fucking something good and happy. Maybe the something just, just crazy fucking gory. You know, just mix it up because this, this is gonna do something different for your day. Um, but, again, uh, thanks again for y'all, and take it easy.
4: Um, I can't wait to do Cannibal Holocaust next week. It's it's going to be very interesting. It'll be an it. interesting
1: conversation, considering the Green Inferno conversation.
4: Oh, yeah, so. for sure. <laughs> I can't wait for that one. That one's going to be a good
1: one. Hell, yeah, I'm pumped you guys are pumped.
4: But later. Later,
1: later. Well, Seth didn't say it, so peace. <laughs> Uh, Scotty, I want to thank you for joining us yeah, for the Scotty. first time. Um, everybody out there who keeps downloading and listening, we appreciate it. You're God. Continue, continue, continue. And as always, till next time, kitties.
0: Thank you for listening to this. I right We hope. Enjoy your time. Come back to the Movie Pit Podcast each week for a new movie review podcast. The Movie Pit was produced by Ryan Bruzer Johnson and Seth Chapman. Expressed in this podcast are those of the individual hosts and may not reflect the views of RMJ Media, Incorporated. See you next week.